We are recording. <laughs> hey, that was my shit. Nah, I like that song. That whole album was hard. I don't think I don't think I'm familiar. Life Jennings, his first album. Yeah, 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 yeah. Never mind. I Must be that shit was hard. Nah. I think I was, just the way he sung play. it, I was thinking something way older. It is like older. It was like two. No, I know Life Jennings, but I'm saying yeah, I thought you, I thought you were singing like some fucking from the 70s. Yeah, like some well, 60s. It has, a, it has an older vibe to it. Yeah, yeah. right. Uh, I mean. It's, uh, it's kind of like for the times. I uh, want to call the older. Two thousand six, oh six, oh four, maybe. I, n- I never met super hard with uh, Life Jennings, all like that. Oh no, nah, he was nice. Well, I was always a John Legend guy. Welcome to the Committed Mentality Podcast. John Legend sucked. I hate it. What? what? I think John Legend can't sing at all. <laughs> oh. Interesting. <laughs> He's yeah. from Springfield though, so he cool. I fuck with him. <laughs> but. Interesting. You gotta listen to more. You actually listen to these amount of his albums, like through. No, I don't think he can sing. Oh I yeah, I like his voice. Well, come back to me again. No, I'm cool. All right. Anyways, go back. <laughs> go ahead. Go ahead, Brandon. I've you, heard. You enough. need more content, is what he's trying to tell. I've you. heard mm-hmm. enough. Enough of what? How? How much of him enough? singing? Like his radio songs or something? Is that what you feel like you hear? Yeah. Oh. One, two songs. Oh, that's all I need. Okay, I don't. There's I don't like think there's like sing. four people on the planet that would agree with Brandon. John Legend can't. <laughs> hey, sing. but you know what? Though? Like four. You know what though? I don't care who agrees with no, me. No, that's fine. But I'm just <laughs> telling you that's how much validity that opinion has. Oh, well. But anyhow. Welcome to the Committed Mentality Podcast. <laughs> <laughs> we are three guys committed to learning and growing through conversation. No topics are off limits and no feelings are spared. Sit back and enjoy the conversation. This is the Committed Mentality Podcast. What's up, fellas? Yo, yo, what's good? I watched some, uh, we watched a movie last night. What? It's called His House. It's on Netflix. I was going to watch that. I did not. I didn't catch that. It was creepy. Was it? It was dope. It's a scary movie? It. Yeah, I liked it. You don't like scary movies? I don't. I, I mean, I'll pussy. watch them. I'll watch, I'll watch almost anything now. He'll, just, watch the, he'll watch the movie scary movies. Just because I always have this like. With Marlon uh, and them. Yeah. <laughs> I fucking hate those. <laughs> what you do? He'll I watch hate that all one. the scary movies. Why? Man. Why? They're too corny for me. Like, so I, if that's I why wa- I like them. If I watch something scary, I want it to be scary. Like, the first series. two was really good. Yeah, yeah. I will support I anything that the Wayans brothers put their hands on, no matter what. It doesn't matter. I like, fuck I, with Marlon. I, there's there's yeah. been some stupid ones that I've like regretted. Did you ever? Did you did you like uh, Haunted House? Uh, I don't think I. I feel like the I one saw the that one, one where they spoofed Paranormal Activity. Oh yeah 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 yeah. That one was Bits dumb. Them was funny, bro. It was it was dumb. <laughs> it was funny to me. Yes. It was dumb though. Yo, them shits was hilarious. It was it, it. I thought it was a good evolution to like scary movie, but it wasn't. I don't think no. It was there was way funny. after scary movie. I know. I said it's a good evolution to. You scary said movie. two scary movie. They were way after scary movie. They were. It was a good evolution, evolution. From, from scary from, movie from scary to movie. Yeah, okay, from movie. yeah, because they. Uh, it was. It, it had like more of an adult feel. It didn't have like a stupid stoner feel to me. Yeah, that so, was funny as hell, yeah. man. I love them shits. So what happened to your furniture, cuz? <laughs> <laughs> he is a movie buff. I'm, movie. Just, I'm, coming, to, I'm coming to understand yeah. this. That he said, you trying to kill me, cuz? <laughs> Yo, so whenever Brent talks about like not going outside, mm-hmm. his outside world is the, the movies. movies. Oh, no, 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 no. Don't no. get it twisted. I no, was actually it outside, too. It all makes sense. It, both. It's a blend. It all makes sense. We could definitely get somebody in tell here him. that would tell Brent tell he him. hasn't been outside. Yeah, yeah. 
And, and they'd be partially right because it'd be somebody that was outside I all live. the fucking time. Brent's I was done, outside. I'm still. But living. you've done a lot of. You are somebody similar to me or whatever. That I you're still a very. Do a lot of shit. Uh, you're you're a person that spends a lot of time by yourself and and staying in the house watching movies or playing a fucking video game like you used to and shit like that. Like you you're not out there out there like. No, not anymore. No, period. This is my past life. <laughs> anyway, in my past life, I was outside. Anyways, you were right. I'm yes. in the house now. I love it. A in the lot house. of everything about Brent is based on movies. Yeah. Not based on movies. I just have a nah, lot of references. Based, based on, on movies. movies. Nah. Yeah. Give me jokes, though. Nah. Them is be bullshit you bringing up. I don't, I, don't ta- I don't take them shits as law. Anyhow, anyhow. Mm. Let's get into the topic today. Must be nice. The topic of the day is <laughs> must be nice. <laughs> I at least like that song. I'm going to try to find it. Can we play it? No. Will we get in trouble for playing it? Yeah, I don't think you can play it. Or if you can, you can only play like... Uh, can't we say must be nice? Because ain't that the... You can say you can say like must All be right, nice, well, but it. you can't play the whole song. Though. I always wonder how that shit works. Like how well who, you get you honestly, scopes, but scopes that shit out and be like, mm, well, YouTube has algorithm fifty cents. Well, you'll get a C and D in the mail. You know, that's crazy. <laughs> I don't know about all that, but I know a lot of the platforms have automatic algorithms have, where they yeah. pick it up, like on it's Instagram, crazy. Facebook. Yeah. yeah, they pick it up as soon as you post it. Like, I, I used to I fuck with a lot of YouTubers that talk about like different things that they put in there, like songs they put in there, and like immediately, mm-hmm. if whatever content that they have in their video, if it belongs to somebody else, then that, all the money that they'll make from that video immediately goes to that. That's person. what I was gonna say. That's what it really comes down to. It's like we may be allowed to play a decent amount of it, but you can't. Make money. Play a decent amount of the music and make money off that episode. Yeah. If you make, if if you do that in the episode, they, they demonetize you. You can't make money off that episode. But anyhow, we're back to uh, it. Must be nice and people with it. It, it must be nice. I was going to do a segue. I was going to ask a question and go then right go into a segue. Go right ahead. No, you already told it. So nah, okay. I do it, bro. <laughs> build, the, build, build the suspense. I, I wanted to build the build suspense. The sus- I, I like doing that shit. It's all good. It's all good. It's all good. I was going to say, what did you do today? <laughs> <laughs> I was going to ask you what you did today. No, you weren't, because now you're going to take my answer and say, damn, it must be nice. (laughs) (laughs) Hey, but in a lot of ways, you would be right, because I was at the house. I didn't have to work. Uh, Damn, man. It must be nice. (laughs) At the same time, though, I was fucking watching the damn kids the whole time. Speaking of must be nice. (laughs) There's people that can't even watch their kids, man. Damn, must be nice. People that don't have a house. <laughs> Damn, must be nice. You got to, must be nice. You got to wake up today. Man, <laughs> you were breathing the whole time. Man, you got to sleep. I thought Brett was about to say you woke up white. <laughs> oh, for sure. You know that's why he's laughing that hard. He was thinking it. Even if he weren't gonna say it, he was thinking it. That wasn't coming. I promise. I was so waiting for it. And you was white when you woke up. <laughs> Woke up, you Shit. you look in at, heaven. Look at this motherfucker skin on me. Woof, must be nice. Until y'all seen how ashy my hands were, and then you're like, oh, okay, we take it down a couple points. Right. I see it when he opened the door. Like, god damn, he broke. Damn. He put his hand up for some dab. Like, bro, you ashy. Damn, you hated on him the moment you seen him. That's the first thing I see. <laughs> when he reached for the door, it was like like a big ass dead hand coming to open the door. Like, Nigga, was you making cookies? What you, what you doing in there? What you got oh, all that flour on that for? Flour. Playing oh, with the cocaine? Man. Y'all got my head hurting. Oh, man. man. That was good, though. Must be nice. Must be nice. There's a man. lot of people out there that hear when somebody's doing good or they have something great or even mediocre sometimes, and they always want to say must be nice. How you feel about that? It's wild, man. I was even going to say sometimes you hear somebody say <clears throat> something that's like the bare minimum. Mm-hmm. And somebody still say it must, yeah. be, oh, it must that's be what nice. I'm saying. Even something mediocre. Yeah. It's like whatever you got, 
somebody is always willing to say it must be nice. I feel like it's a cut down for your accomplishment or achievement or whatever. And I feel like when somebody says like must be nice, it's almost like a it's a stab in the chest type of a compliment. You know what I mean? Mm -hmm. Well, and a lot of times I, I almost immediately take it to damn, you're some kind of lazy. (laughs) <laughs> like straight up straight up that's where i take it like because it's it's the very first time i ever heard somebody like having this conversation that we're having now mm-hmm. it then made me like damn i can't ever say that shit again You're right i can never right. say that shit again you can never pat yourself on the back for anything you do or talk about anything well, that no, not even that done. i can't even no i'm saying i can't even say to shit, somebody I else do. i can't say to somebody else Oh, you can't say must be nice must to somebody. Be nice. Oh, because yeah, yeah. I used to randomly say shit like. Oh, yeah. Like a joke? Yeah. Or somebody, you mean you walk in the morning to work or to wherever or something like that. And somebody say something about somebody hitting a lottery or somebody doing this. Or I seen somebody just sold oh, their yeah. house for this much or this and that. And I used to be like, damn, must be nice. Yeah. And then now I don't even say it in those situations right. or in a joke or anything because I'm like going into something else that we talked about on a, in a totally different lane before is that you don't know what fucking comes with that. Right. And, and, and what you would have to do to get there, but also what would come after the fact of having that kind of success or money or this or like any of the things that we're talking about. Or what they had to do to lead to that point. Any of it. Even winning the lottery. How many times did they play the lottery that you weren't willing to do? How fucked up is their life before they won that lottery? How fucked up is their life after they won that lottery? Right. Who died along the way where they got maybe some kind of exchange? You know what I mean? Like who came out of nowhere in their family asking them for money and they oh, helped yeah. and shit got crazy or they didn't help and shit got crazier. There's a million different things where I can't, I always think about all that shit now to where I, I can't do that. It must be nice thing. Yeah. And then I hate when someone says it for the reasons that you're talking about mm-hmm. is that it just seems like it's a very big discredit of the work that was put in when you're talking about somebody, whether it's like the cost of their house, the cost of yeah. their car, these vacations they go on, this, that, the... So even to this level, even about, man, that damn plant. So that plant was outside and then upstairs, and that's where the fucking little gnat oh, is yeah. coming from. It's cause it, it, because it, when it was upstairs, Tony said something like, I think there's a gnat in that goddamn plant. <laughs> <laughs> but anyways, back to what I was saying. But even, to, even into a relationship, mm-hmm. people do that too. Yep. Must be nice. Must be nice. They got their little relationship over yeah. there. Y'all are both in relationships now. You're a little bit newer, but you've been in a long time like me. And that's something that people do too. And it's like mm-hmm. you don't know what what it yeah. takes to to build this relationship or to be to this level or to you know what I mean or to be able to be happy in our relationship or to handle our kids or our home right. life or our work life balance or a number of different things where it's just like oh it must be nice for I mean even for somebody like you oh it must be nice he lives in this kind of house and he's out this way and you know what I mean and he has this family he has his business and stuff like that it's like. You know what it right. You don't have a fucking clue. And if you did, if you did have a clue, you probably wouldn't even want it. I think those so, people don't even give a fuck though. So do y'all like, think it's a bad thing when people say that? It I is do. to a degree. It, yeah. Like like you're trying can, to tear down what you have you can, or what you I don't can tell. You can tell when it is and when it isn't. I don't think it's a tear down. I just think it's a backhanded compliment. I'll take it as admiration. I don't take it as admiration. If 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 just like everything that you just said, it depends. Like somebody nope. looks, somebody looks at our, at our relationship and says, uh, "Man, you guys are really happy. Like you guys look really good together. This, this must be nice." 
Yeah, motherfucker, it is. But see how you. But, but look, listen. Is nice. Tone listen is everything. Atti- <laughs> listen, tone listen, is everything too, though. But listen to the attitude that you had to take with that. If somebody was just complimenting you and didn't say it must be nice, you probably would take it. You probably your reaction would be a little bit different. It wouldn't be like, yeah, motherfucker, it is nice. You you would be like, thank you. Well, I wouldn't actually say, yeah, motherfucker, it is. But I'm nice. saying that like, was an exaggeration. But, I know, but, but that, that exaggeration. Would be like, yeah, it is nice. It's great. But isn't that like? But when you say, yeah, it is nice. That you know, that's great. Like you shouldn't even have to go there. Yeah. It should just be like, oh, okay, thank you. You know what I mean? Like, it shouldn't be, must be nice as such a defensive type of a, a compliment. Defensive? Like, yeah. I don't see it that way. Let, so let me explain to you. That's why I say you know this because I know your intelligence. Tone is everything. Mm-hmm. Tone is everything. Mm-hmm. So a lot of times when someone says something to you, they can say the exact same words or whatever, and it sounds to- totally different. So somebody can say to you like, oh, man, like like exactly what you just said a lot in a, in a lot of the same ways is, Oh man, like uh, you got your relationship. You know what I mean with such and such, man. Like that's that's cool. That's the shit, man. It must be nice. Like that's cool, man. Or they can say, "Hey, you got that relationship with such and such. Uh, it, it, it's cool. Whatever it's not. That shit must be nice, man. Or 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 like, oh, it must be fucking nice. Or like, you know what I mean. And I I added a word in there when I really didn't want to, but just the tone of saying like, oh yeah, that shit must be nice. Either way, I would take it as admiration. You, but that's how you're choosing to take it, where I, I think me and Brandon are just saying we can sometimes sense. I can't view myself taking it a negative way. When somebody says it in a certain, like sometimes people even, say it. Even with the negative tone. It, so I can't if, view so myself taking says, it in a so, negative so, tone. It sounds so like, they're, if, like you don't deserve it. Like, oh, must be nice. Like, as I don't if you care don't what they it. feel, though. It's not about caring if what they feel. It's about how it's said. It's about the phrase, not about how you feel about it. Well, it is about how I feel about it. I don't care about their tone. Because if I hear those words, I'm going to take it as, okay, they would like to have but what that's, I have. But that's you just making... Maybe it's jealousy. That's the point, though. That is the point. But if they're jealous, I don't care. But you're it's proving, like you're proving our just, point by yeah. telling, just telling us that you handle it different. Right. You see what I'm saying? You're proving you're our point, but you're... the same thing. Yeah. Well, you guys looking at it as like, as, it's, t- it's minimizing your guys' accomplishments. Because I'm, I'm not looking at I'm it not like saying that. that. I'm not saying it does... For me, I'm saying that that's, that's what, the what they're trying does. to do yeah. in a lot of ways. I look at that as just either admiration or jealousy. It, Maybe that's both. exactly what we're yeah. saying. It's, yeah. it's it's usually a combination of both. What do they say about jealousy? It's love and hate at the same time, or whatever. Like that's exactly what's going on. Is like they're saying like, oh, it must be nice in a way that they're saying like, damn, yeah, it would be nice. I'd like to have some shit like that. That's but how it, I see. But, like, it but must be nice. I wish I had. But that. But they're also saying it must be nice that you just like fell into that. Right. Like you didn't do nothing to get there. Yeah. Oh, like I was lucky. Exactly. 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 Oh well, yeah, I'm lucky. Yeah, <laughs> maybe I was. I know I'm lucky. I'm, I know I'm, I'm lucky too. I'm very fucking lucky. Ever <laughs> but but I think what me and Brandon say, are saying and where we kind of fall in the same uh, I category. Like well, I think where we fall in the same category is I feel like there's a portion of my life that's luck. Mm-hmm. There's a big ass portion that's work and sacrifice and sacrifice and and pain and struggle mm-hmm. and even with work, there's there's luck in there. Mm-hmm. No like, doubt, you need luck, a lot of luck for a lot of shit. Like everything ain't but just I, on you. But when somebody <laughs> says it "must be nice to me," it makes me it, it it makes me realize like they're not either willing to do what it took what it for takes. me to get mm-hmm. to that point, and like that drives me crazy. Mm-hmm. And I will and I will fall into the side of like I will say also some people are maybe willing to put in that kind of work, but just don't get lucky enough to meet the person to be in that relationship or meet the opportunity to buy that house that we got into you know yeah. what i mean there is well, a there is a factor of luck at play yeah like 
it takes luck to meet mm-hmm. that right person, mm-hmm. but it takes work to keep that person. Exactly. You know what I'm saying? So it, it's still it's still luck. Regardless with all your work that you put in, it's still but luck. But I think that's also why with the things that me and Brandon are speaking to, we're talking about things that we've had for a long period of time, whether it be like our relationships are super uh, like deep. You know I mean, many years in his business, our work ethic, whatever, like uh, what we've done with money choices or how we live our lives or anything like that. There's, that's years in, you know mm-hmm. what I'm saying? To where, mm-hmm. like you said, maybe some luck in the beginning or yeah. maybe some luck sprinkled in from time to time, but a whole lot of work along yeah. the way and a whole lot of like doing things when doing things that other people weren't willing to mm-hmm. and ignoring things when other people weren't willing to ignore those things. Because I always, in, I always even think about like, even if people with people in relationships, in relationships, I always think about somebody will say like, oh man, it's, uh, it must be nice or have this mentality towards being in a long relationship or making it work, this and that. But then you also know they're also the type of person that either anybody that throws some ass at them, then they then they're accepting any any time they could do a situ- handle any situation that would fuck their relationship up. They do it, and then they are. I feel attacked. <laughs> <laughs> but and then but then they're upset that they don't have a long lasting relationship. We're telling you like, oh, it must be nice type shit, or. They're also somebody who's just out all the time and on the scene all the time and this and that. Sometimes you kept your ass in the house just because it was mm-hmm. better for your family or, or or your relationship or whatever. And and that's those are like on the small end. This is the small sacrifice end. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? But then it goes all the way to like what he was saying with like businesses and a million other things where it's like sleepless nights, mm-hmm. early mornings, working all day, yeah. doing this. And then even in your relationship, uh, fucked up ass periods with you and your spouse where you guys went through something crazy and you either fought all the time or argued all the time or somebody yeah. was crying all the time or whatever, where you got through that and still kept the relationship going to yep. actually have those years of longevity in. Seeing Mac when you, uh, I feel like sometimes must be nice ass people always <laughs> see you at, at a point of success, whatever that point is that they see you at that point of success. That's who you are. And then they like, it's, it's, it's said in a way like that kind of that cuts you down or try to minimize your, even if they're trying to, I have not met a person that says must be nice. That has meant it sincerely. That has meant like, man, like I'm so proud of you. Like in that kind of way, it's always just like, man, must be nice. Like, like, it just happened. Yeah, when this shit didn't just happen. Yeah, when they're sincere, they usually say it like how you said, yeah. where they say all the compliments, but then that part is left yeah. out. Like the must be nice part is most of the time is left out. Yeah, I will say I. I, I I've met people that have been joking and say must be nice. Yeah. So I'm not talking yeah. about those people. Yeah. I'm just being like, there's people there. You know the type of person mm-hmm. that's that is a must be nice ass person. That mm-hmm. motherfucker <laughs> is a bitch. Or <laughs> yeah. Well, and the weird thing is too, there's people that say it without saying it. So yeah. there's people that are say like, oh yeah, like you got this, whatever. Yeah, all right, that's cool, or that's. The, you know what I mean, they're like they just hint about everything that you do is like some kind of thing that you got it because of some bullshit. Yeah, you got it because of some bullshit. Yeah, or I've like, gotten lucky a lot, but there's a lot of shit that you I've, stumbled I've had to into work that for. relationship. You stumbled into that house. You stumbled into that hey, life yeah. to that hey, job. Maybe I did. <laughs> so what? Yeah, <laughs> I'm here now. I've stumbled Ex- into a lot of shit. I, I I definitely have stumbled into a lot of shit. A well, lot of us have. But at the same time, let me tell you this. This is somebody's, something somebody said to me not too long ago that makes a lot of sense, too. People that kind of handle themselves uh, in a decent way, we all think that, mm-hmm. but we also sometimes don't realize how many things we've done in our life 
that kind of put us in a position exactly. to stumble into those things. Exactly. That was that was one thing I was going to talk That's about. That's what I'm saying. Like, you, you got to be careful where you discredit yourself. At the same time, you don't want to, like, oh, overcredit you yourself. You never hear me discredit myself. <laughs> right. <laughs> me either. I'm going to say that every, right now. Everything Get that out your fucking Everything head. I've done has <laughs> led me to whatever point that I'm at right now. I take full credit and responsibility. I talk about having no regrets a lot. Like, I, I've said that a lot of times. I don't regret much of anything because whatever decision I've made, shit, I made it. And even if it was a wrong decision, fuck it, I and made here it. I am. Yeah, I'm you know still, what I mean? Like yeah. I'm, I love where I'm at. Like yeah. all my decisions. If I and, and if I die, like, but I also know that I have gotten lucky. Yeah, like yeah. I'm not stupid to to just ignore that and put it yeah. all on the work that I've done. It wasn't all me. Yeah. It was some luck in there too. Yeah, well, and that's I why got I lucky think, a lot think, of times. I think luck goes in goes hand in hand with I'm the actions that you based done. on luck. Mm. <laughs> yeah, but I think a lot of that goes into the decisions that you've made. I mean, maybe you can call luck like having a quick reflex. I think so that shit goes. I think a lot of shit goes hand in hand. Yeah. But I don't think you make think about our death conversation that we had, like the near death, like um, just being able to like control yourself or compose yourself in that situation to get out of that. Uh, when you was next to that semi, you was uh, that. that I don't think that was luck, bro. Yeah, but I have I have very little to do with that. Yeah. However, if you were able to compose. To your, you could have freaked out, turned the wheel and like it could have been a catastrophe. Yeah. But you had the wherewithal to try to maintain a certain level of composure to get out of that situation. I was lucky that I, okay, it's on me that I didn't panic. Sure. Yeah. I was lucky. I was lucky that I didn't get hurt. I was just worse. giving that example. Yeah. Of why it goes he was saying combination. Hand. Yeah. yeah. Why it, it was more so. I'm, I'm more, more so, so luck in those. Oh yeah. yeah, yeah. I'm yeah. lucky too. When I was when I slid off the motherfucking road and I slid through two different poles as like as, <laughs> at the angle that I went at. I went into a whole forest <laughs> on the side of the road. <laughs> didn't hit a goddamn tree at all, right? Yeah. Like, just landed in some bushes, and my airbag didn't even pop out. Mm. Didn't even total my car. I had a couple scratches, and I don't even know what how Alex fixed it, but I don't know, like, what was wrong with it. I'll just know I, I'm towing it, and somebody's going to pay for it and get it done. Yeah. But... You know, like in that situation, damn, must be nice. That's yeah. you, you know what I'm saying. Must be nice, <laughs> we just became right. the must be nice, must be nice ass people. Yeah, like, but yeah, I'm def- I was lucky. I definitely have had a decent amount of people though say it like what I was saying to you, where even if they're not saying those words, yeah, they just definitely want to say like, oh, you just got this because of this, or this just went this way. And even if they don't say the specific reason, sometimes too, they just kind of like, like you said, it's just so backhanded how everything is said, or yeah. like that it's like. Well, yeah, you don't. This, and in in a way, I mean, that's it. Might be something what somewhat what you feel sometimes when Brett's telling you you ain't been out the house or or uh, shit like that or whatever. It's like, well, at the same time, like I've been doing a lot of shit yeah. that whole fucking time. So yeah, I mean, I probably did spend less time out the goddamn house than most Listen, people. Man, there's a, there's in, a, in my experience, there was a lot of luck on my side. <laughs> there's a lot of experiences that I've gone True. through that have allowed me the ability to feel the way I feel today mm-hmm. and do the things I do today and not give a shit. I do, however, have to start adjusting how I speak because <laughs> if I'm going to be like in my, in my mind's eye and my vision, I do plan on having a multi-million dollar company and I do plan on being a millionaire. Like in those types of atmospheres and crowds, I want to run around be and be associated. Censored. I got to be a little bit more censored, yeah. which is very tough that's for someone difficult. like me. Yeah, it's difficult. I, I, I'm I, glad I don't have to worry about yeah. that. That's you that's you know, I say everything <laughs> yeah. that pops into my motherfucking <laughs> I know. head. Like, I know. I'm the same way. You're looking I, at me like I'm crazy. That shit leads into cancer culture, which we can definitely either <laughs> get into on this or I'm, we can get Cancer a, culture a, ain't real. I'm, right. I'm definitely going to get canceled. It's only, real if you, it's only real if you are Kelly. It ain't real for anybody else. Wait, what? I think Roseanne Wait. might say different, bro. Who? Roseanne. I think a lot of other random people that have got caught up in like what they said or tweeted or did this and that. I, can't, I can't count Roseanne. Now, yeah, I know her show got canceled. 
But I don't think that she's canceled. She can go. Still she make, got canceled she can, from her show. She can go still make stand-up. Her show still. That's, I mean, uh, yeah, that, yeah, that's what I meant. But, but she, that can, was, she can go still do stand-up. But that was her biggest moneymaker at the time in life. And, and maybe, like, maybe that's not. her name. That might not even be true. The show is her name. I they had to that. change it. I get that. <laughs> but she could still go do stand-up. People still going to watch. She can, man, but that's a blow. That's a major blow, man. Yeah, that one hurt. Mm-hmm. Sure, but I don't, I don't know. I don't know if I fully believe in that. Story. Well, the when one she thing was on Last Comic Standing, I felt like that was a really good, credible position for her. I love the co- that show, Last Comic Standing. You ever watch that? I watched. I used to watch it before. Yeah, I used to watch it like I years and years, like around when it first came out. Yeah, yeah. I haven't watched it since. There's though. a lot of comedians that I, that uh, came from there that are famous now that I, that uh, I thought was pretty cool. For yeah. sure. The one the one thing I'll say too with to the like whole cancel culture thing or whatever too is like the weirdest part about all that is like America more than any place loves a fucking comeback story. So America loves downfall. Downfall. Oh yeah. yeah, for sure. So usually once they, they once care, somebody they care about few comeback stories. It depends on who you are and how mm, you fail. If you said if you if you said you some feel. if you said some racist shit I don't care if you come back. Or if you fought dogs. If you fought dogs, Mike Vick still to this fucking <laughs> so, day. So, so people is, still hate him. So what is the one that you can't come back from? R. Kelly. <laughs> you don't think that? Like, you can't touch you I can't feel touch like people kids, still fuck with his music, man. They do. Actually, <laughs> actually, no, the like, crazy thing is, like, when he got booked, his streams went up, like, 400%. You know like, what? shit was wild. You know what's hard what for I'm me saying, with that man. is. So, what we, so, can we really pinpoint something? Yeah, probably. Well, cancel somebody completely? Yeah, and what's, I don't know. What's hard for me is The that reason why he's, like, canceled is because he's in jail. Three, like, if he was out, he could probably still make music. His name's probably still making money. His production or whatever, you know what I mean? However he makes money off of his music, he's, he's probably like the, still making money. He's like money. the current day's OJ. Mm-hmm. Like, he... Whatever he does is going to be newsworthy, and it's just going to be like you don't want to fucking like him, but he's just what there. The, what the His hell music do y'all, is hard. Wait, there's three songs that I like. I'm mad that because they're, th- they're the greatest songs ever. The um, I wish, um, I believe I can fly, and uh, I can hear it in my head. I feel it on your booty. No, <laughs> no, he's right now. He's in the lane of all his whitest songs, so that's not on there. <laughs> No, there's another. Song. I'll think about it in a second. All I can, his I can songs see were like in movies and like you know, what oh, I mean? like, like very mainstream. Ignition, yeah, that's no. Uh, no. Step in the name of love. Step in the name of love. Yeah, that's yeah. my shit. I like a heat, lot of bro. R. Kelly songs. He he, king of R and B. Like He's a for beast, sure. Listen, but it pisses me off because when you start thinking about like a lot of lyrics of his songs, you don't yeah. know who he's talking like, about. Seems like you are ready. Seems like you're ready is the worst. <laughs> that song is so fire though. So, yeah, that's that's that is the pedophile anthem. <laughs> Seems like you're ready. What? Who you talking about? What are you talking about? (laughs) When I listened to that shit, like it was like like you said, like kind of not long after the trial and shit, I feel like either somebody had posted something. And I was like, yeah, let me look at you a goddamn pedophile, nigga. Goddamn. Your mind is twelve because she's (laughs) eleven. That's exactly where I was at. Like, so I, I either brought him up on Spotify or something random and I I was kind of just trying to get a sense, like, damn, like yeah, he, his ass did have a lot of hits, and like he probably has made a shit ton of money Almost and this and that, whatever. Hits. And then I had heard and seen random memes and shit about like some of the worst mm-hmm. of his songs, shit like that. But sure enough, the, that came on, man. Seems like you already came on, and I was just like, no, man. Like yeah. I used to love this song. Yeah, I know that's like, what you, you fucked this about. song. You up. know what? I have like playlists on my phone from all the music that I like compiled over years, mm-hmm. and I have some slow playlists on my phone. I got a few of his joints on there still. I deleted them. <laughs> I, I'm serious. The thought crossed my mind. <laughs> I, I, of course, because of all the pressure from social media. Uh-huh. But 
fuck social media. Like, I'm going to do what yeah, I right, want right, to do. Right. And he's not getting paid for that. I've already owned these tracks. Like, I've, I downloaded from the <laughs> CD from years, from years <laughs> yeah. ago. Have you listened to them since? Yeah, they're still on my playlist. It, so, so, and you're cool with, like, like as far as they don't have any of those lyrics like that that fuck with you? Some no, <laughs> the songs that I like that I've mentioned don't like, have like, anything to do that I've heard of, you. like with pedophile, but pedophilia. But I, I've I tried to not like support many because my songs would be coming from it'd be on my Spotify playlist. So, but I haven't, so I haven't played any. Now, in that same vein, I don't believe a goddamn thing about anything with Michael Jackson. So, anybody ever was, if anybody listening to this would compare that to Michael Jackson, I don't believe a fucking you thing. You can't, you can't because. You, just for that reason, like for one, one, one nigga went to jail. One of <laughs> the one never did. Yeah, you know what I'm saying. And he was just, he was just taking advantage of. Yeah, and parents coming out saying they told their kids to lie. Yeah, and the motherfuckers was lying. Yeah, so. I mean, don't get Oprah, me wrong. Oprah owes him an apology still. I still stand in the lane of like that's another one where I don't know for sure he didn't do anything, but I don't, I don't. I don't. I can't no say. one knows for sure, yeah, but yeah. I'm about hundred percent sure it didn't happen. <laughs> <laughs> I agree with Brent. It's <laughs> on video. I don't believe that shit. I don't believe that shit happened. Listen, there was a podcast, uh, Arian Foster's podcast. It used to be on Apple. Uh, How on much iTunes. time do you no, have? No, nah, Arian Foster has a dope podcast. Listen, I listen to a decent amount of he, his episodes he, too. One episode, he actually went through an entire breakdown of everything that Michael Jackson had been through from all those different cases. Jeez. And he said himself on that episode that he went into it, all the, all the investigation that he did, he said he spent like three weeks on it, investigating every single case. And he's going, a smart dude. Going man. through all the transcripts. He's a very intelligent yeah, dude. Yeah, fuck with Aaron Foster. And he said he went into it thinking that Mike was guilty. Like everybody else people, like everybody else who saw TV, a lot of motherfuckers who watched television thought, okay, he was guilty. I've seen everything and never have felt he was guilty. A lot of people <laughs> thought he was, though. Just from, just from the news and shit, television. Yeah. And... He said he went through all of that, and when he got through with it, he said, "I don't believe this. I don't, I don't believe he did it. Mm-hmm. I don't believe he did any of it." And it's just so much bullshit that he was put through. Yeah, and like with all these cases and all the transcripts. But I mean, that's like on the I went on a tangent, but <laughs> that was a really really dope episode. Mm-hmm. It's it's on it's on um his his podcast moved to Luminary. I don't know where it is now or if it's still even done. You got a lot of time to listen to podcasts. I have a job. I had headphones on all day. Must be nice to have a job. (laughs) (laughs) A lot of people out here not working because of the quarantine. Yeah, I'm I'm an essential worker. I have my headphones on all day. Yeah. Hey, real shit. I've heard that a lot through the pandemic. Yeah. Where people say that, like, must be nice to have work and shit like that. So that's the hard part about owning a business. Yeah. Because right now, like, I can work. I can make money. Mm -hmm. Um, and then like, but a lot of my money making is social too like uh with real estate Mm -hmm. talking about transactions that i do and and helping people out and like uh, people want to see that at the same time people don't want to see that because i can't talk about the commissions that i make Mm -hmm. and all the work that i did to earn that commission but i can't talk about me making a couple thousand dollars or even when i go yeah yeah yeah, you know know, know what i'm saying yeah um you don't want the the flack from it yeah, and I, I haven't really had much flack on my social media, but it's the perception. Like Brent talks about a lot when you're doing something and somebody sees it and it's just like uh, they think that you're boasting about something that yeah. you kind of oh, shouldn't. You guys know this is where a lot of this conversation come from. came from when we were talking to Tony when I put out the post about her mm-hmm. uh, officially having a six-figure business or whatever. Yeah. It's like, first of all, first of all, it's a six-figure right, business. Right. It's not six figures in profit. Right. So it's done a hundred thousand over at it hit a hundred thousand in sales right. for the year. Um, partial a p- part of that reason is because of COVID. Online sales, online shopping, everything spiked through the roof or whatever. 
Um, but at the same time, she's done all the work, put in crazy work. There's no like avenue that you can discredit it without crediting right. it somewhere else. And uh, but there was a lot of questions and a lot of weird things that went on when people heard that and people saw the post. And you would see like I, some of the questions people would text me or some people ask me in person or whatever. Or they say like, oh, she did this or this and that, whatever. Or they would just make a little comment like, oh, he has a six figure business. This like, don't worry yeah. about that. You got a six figure, six figure business. It's like or uh, and somebody even made it like a comment of uh, along the lines of uh, talking about something about money. And they were like they compared it towards they was like blank versus a hundred thousand dollars. It's like yeah, you you don't understand at all. But it's a, a big part of it is uh sorry to interrupt, but You're like good. to finish up is what it's just that no one knows. Also, she's got she's had to spend you know what I mean whatever however many thousand in, tens in, of thousands of dollars in okay. inventory yeah. and to to make those products. Then you have to buy your supplies. Then you have to pay fees and stuff. You have to pay for shipping, advertising. So it doesn't come out anywhere near to you. It's make. not like there's 100K <laughs> sitting in the bank. Right. Like, <laughs> yeah. you know for a, whatever reason, it was funny is I knew that as soon as I saw it. But see, a lot of people lot of, don't think thought yeah. that. People who like. Especially people who never fuck with any kind of business. Right. I, I, I'm one of those people. Like yeah. I don't have a business, but, but I knew that's exactly. good that you thought that I way. knew exactly what that meant. But mm-hmm. there's so many people who don't run businesses who like uh, who question how much money. Like they're always counting your money. Counting your people. And, Definitely count your it's, money. It's crazy. Somebody, I just made a post the other day. Uh, it was just pu- in li- in, intended to be lighthearted and just starting conversation or like just just to be funny. And I said, uh, it would be funny. Wouldn't it be funny if other professions posted their transactions the same way like realtors do? Because like realtors always post like, oh, just help these people sell this house. So I put in there cashier. I, my example was just cashier that said, oh, I helped Brenda to, Brenda today and her two kids. Uh, I come see me. I got the best lane. You know what I mean? And so somebody has I got said, the freshest broccoli. Yeah. <laughs> so, so, so somebody had said, well, uh, um, it would how would or wouldn't it be nice to make seven percent off of every uh, every person you ring up? I was like. Uh, they do make a percentage. It's called a hourly wage. <laughs> you know what I mean? Like, I own I own a business. So then he so then That's it was not like really the same thing though. What you're what you're trying to equate though? Uh, let me let me answer, let me let, ask you this question first before I break it down. What are you trying to equate that to? When you're when you say that it's not the same, what are you saying? I don't think that their hourly wage is equates to seven percent of every person that they ring up. I didn't say that that equated to that. I'm saying that they make that they make money. To do a job, right? That was what the point was, right? It wasn't. A, it wasn't about how much they make okay, per yeah, yeah, everything. Okay, yeah, so right. when he had said that, yeah. I'm like, well, what does that have to do with anything? Okay. And yeah. so when my he, bad, my bad. So when he, <laughs> so when he said that, I'm like, um, I was like, they they get paid, and right. it's called an hourly wage. They do get paid to do that, yeah. Yeah. So I get paid with my within my transactions. Mm-hmm. So I'm like so I broke it down like all the things that are that are the wages is just different. Yeah, like you're still doing a job, you're getting compensated exactly. for. Exactly. Yeah. And it's not and he's making it sound like because of whatever their job that they're doing like so what they if they made a lot of money. Making. Yeah, like like <laughs> what if they were making a lot of money off of these transactions? And I'm like, "Well, hold on. First of all, his percentage was wrong. Um it's it's less than half that. Also, I have to pay to do my job. I also have all these expenses that are up front. And I don't even. It could be years before I get paid. Can you imagine if cashiers made seven percent off of everybody they rung up? <laughs> you know how fast them lines would move. But like <laughs> they would move like Chick Fil A, exactly. <laughs> With the same level of customer. How service. does Chick Fil A get the, get their people to do that? That's what I want to know. I don't know where they find those. They people They train at. those people to do that. Bro, how are they getting them? They, to, what do you mean to run 
full speed doing their job. That's the culture. Everybody's what, nice. When you deal with business, when <laughs> you've you been you've been through a Chick Fil A before, when you understand everybody business is culture, nice. That is the highest level of customer service. Why are they? I've so, ever I mean, seen are they getting life. paid like crazy good though? That's what I'm saying. Like no, why? no. Listen, they when you send deal them with all business culture, the United Kingdom that. for uh, <laughs> they send them all to the UK <laughs> for etiquette training and read and what's the word I'm looking for? Uh, bullshit. No, he's saying like, <laughs> yeah, it's definitely bullshit. It's the word I'm looking for. Refined training, so they, so, so they're more, they're more polite. I don't think they're polite. You so, <laughs> when you understand business culture, you understand how Chick Fil A can do what. Nah, they do. bro. Tell me, tell me, because I understand business culture to a degree, but I do I not never understand see the business like that. I don't understand how they're you, so different than everybody else. It's a culture. If when it's a, it's like cult- a sports team, a culture is like an expectation. It's like the Warriors. No, man. It's the, the Warriors can't even fuck with Chick fil A. Put him on the court right now. I'm taking Chick fil A. They're diving after every loose ball. <laughs> they're polite with the fouls. No, I fouled him. I did. I'm sorry. Oh, no. Nah. And they're, rep- they're, they're going to ref the game, play the game. Y'all, they're not going to argue. Y'all are no ref. Dumb. I'm <laughs> done with this fucking conversation. They're going to set the most polite I'm picks in done. the world. Done. I can't do it. I can't do it. No, nah, I do need you to explain to me though. So why How do you not? What do you mean you don't know this? Because why are they the only ones? I don't. I feel like they are very much the only one. How in does that blow you away? McDonald's has two lanes. They can move at the speed of chicken. Because do you know? One. Do you happen? They to don't know, have that culture. Listen. Do you happen to know what they do so differently? I culture. Mean, maybe I'm telling you. The word is culture. The word is culture. The way. So culture is what you have ingrained in your employees. Mm-hmm. You you teach. This is a value that we do. This is what we do on a daily basis. This is our culture. This is how we do things on a daily basis, period. Mm-hmm. Once you have that, when the person steps out of line of that, it's easy to to progressive discipline or do whatever you have to do to get rid of that person and put somebody else in there that's going to fill that position. You don't go against that grain. They have it so locked in that you get that job knowing that this is what you do. When you get a job at McDonald's, you think, okay, they don't give a fuck. That's their culture. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? Like it, it may not be the culture that they want, but that's the culture that they've bred. I guess what I'm wondering is like the details of like how they actually carry that shit out. Like, are they really like super quick to fire people? Are they also you don't have like, to be? You don't have to be quick to fire somebody you to kinda, build a culture. Do they get do. incentives? No, you can you can you can build a culture lots of ways. No, no, I'm, yeah, I'm not saying it's the only way. I'm just saying if they get people in there and they're just like not up for doing the fucking job where they want to do it like they work at any other fast food place, what are the steps they take? I'm sure they try to coach them first into like being better, is, but then if they don't, is there I'm some sure they can tell like, them you got to get the fuck out of is here. Is there some type of incentive? That's what I'm wondering. Like maybe they have like a gold star meter. You know what I'm saying? Or they're sending them home. Be. They're sending them home with a lot of extra food every time. I mean, there's there's a lot of random shit that's going on here. You ever had them chicken? Y'all do a lot of speculating. Burrito? I got I gotta talk. We gotta get. I gotta talk. I gotta have a conversation with a chicken y'all, lamb. Yeah, I wanna talk to their manager, dog. Like, how do y'all do this, bro? You ever had them uh, them chicken burritos? I don't eat a chick fil I'm allergic to chicken, so. Oh yeah, I know mm-hmm. you can't do that. Their owners don't support gay people, so I don't fuck with Chick Fil A. So um, must be nice though. Let's uh, where are we at with that? <laughs> hey, oh, but at the same time, I see them out there with the little suits running around, the fucking little rain suits. Have y'all seen that? Mm-mm. Oh, yeah. it's literally be. It's like they're in this little fucking miniature plastic house, and they just they run out there to people's car. <laughs> They'll run out to people's car and take their orders and bring them shit. <laughs> and they have the, they have this little square oh, or shit. like rectangular clear got, plastic box over their head. They got toilet in there? They might as well. They might as well. 
Them motherfuckers, they get after it. The rain is not slowing shit down, and the employee is not getting wet. They've 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 built systems around. They that make too. it happen, man. Must they, be fucking they, use the, <laughs> they use uh, tablets and all that kind of stuff. They do. They they do a lot. Of like stuff. I, I, don't I don't only there, I only say Amber what I say there, because so I've been, I go you gotta have a bachelor's degree to work there. No doubt. <laughs> I only say what I say because I've seen I've seen and kind of somewhat been involved in like teams at certain jobs around things where like. Things are handled very well to where you have people like working very good, but it's 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 weird to me to see. Usually, especially Americans, are very incentivized by money, so it's like you can have people do so much up to a certain point for not a lot of money. But you can hire the right people. Sometimes, like a place like McDonald's, will hire almost anybody, and you may have a company like Chick Fil A that will only hire the people that are right and fit the job. I think you got to be twenty one. They're always. They're always hiring. I don't know about that, man. I see some young ass kids out there running. around. I can't remember phone. seeing too many. Like, I don't go. I don't go there right. a lot. You might be right. But the times that I've been there, I can't remember seeing somebody who I thought was younger than twenty one. McDonald's will hire you if you're fifteen, sixteen years old. I said, hey, come on. McDonald's will hire you fried. if you're still if you sleep under a bridge and got and are on all the crack. But you know, there's a place. Oh, for he it. said all the crack. <laughs> <laughs> there's, a, there's a place for employers like that. There's a place for employers like that. <laughs> on all the crack. When you that's when such you, a suburban white woman term. I said that shit on purpose. <laughs> when you when you set a level of standard for your business and you stick to it, that's the result. Man, I hope so. We yeah. need to get. What do you mean you hope so? Because we need to get more people on that plan. We need to get more people trained by whoever is uh, training all the Chick Fil A Chick Fil A people. We got to get. They need to develop something where they are also they like branch out and like consult for all these other you fast get, food companies. You can't but have, you have to other, get buy-in. You can't have other fast food companies with the Chick Fil A level of customer service because <laughs> then Chick Fil A turns into McDonald's, and you may not have that level of uh, product, right? Like McDonald's may not be or not on the same quality level of, as a Chick Fil A. They're not. Not even close. So I mean, like, <laughs> but you know what? They they make a lot of money. They so sure do. They they have the ability Nine, to, to do that. Billion burgers sold. But Ain't that what they say well, the and side? they're a real estate billions company more than they family. are a fast food spot. Yeah, which yeah. is crazy. But yeah. anywho, anywho, we can wrap this up to what we were talking about initially. What what I, do we think on the must be nice thing? Brent seems still like he's very in the lane of it's. He doesn't really understand, or it's like uh, it. He just takes it as a compliment. I don't like people counting my money. Yeah, yeah, that's for sure. I understand that, but they ain't nothing I can control. Well, I don't think if we're you, if you I control it by not being around those type of people. If you hate what I have, if you are jealous of what I have, if you want what I have, there's nothing I can do about it because you can't take what I have. You can go get your own shit to make it similar, you know but what? you can't have what I have. I think the I think the the part that I think was boiling down with with Aaron and I is that there these are people that you think that you're close with and then they say it and then you're like hmm, i didn't know you like it makes you feel that they felt maybe y'all just taking it in a negative way i don't think so i really sure? don't yeah man That's i really it don't like it, no 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 some of those when <clears throat> it, sometimes when they when it's said it's a lot of other backup comments that make you understand like mm-hmm. there's a lot of jealousy kind of built in with that yeah even so i don't care yeah but i mean you maybe not care about because you don't care about a lot of people i i don't either but when you hang around when you have people like that in your life, which I don't really anymore because I don't really I, I limit who to my knowledge, I don't have anybody like that in my life. Yeah. But when you have people like that in your life, whether whether it's through marriage or relationships or whatever that you've kind of been around, you know, you it starts to get it starts to bother you a little bit because it's like somebody's always kind of counting your pockets. 
Like it get. I hate when people talk about like they see me as a business owner, mm-hmm. and then they see that they think that you're rich. Yeah, and it's like, but they don't see the sacrifices that I've made to have the things that I've that I have, and it's not like I am. Yeah, but that's like also not what anybody it. sees. Right. They but, only see the finished product. But but some people will actually give the credit to saying or or have the the half of a brain to understand like damn like you got a business damn like you're they'll understand you're the on work. your shit they'll you understand know what I'm saying? The where effort. other people was like oh you got a business must be nice you can yeah, right like, everybody like it just fell into my lap yeah but like, everybody who got a business ain't on their shit but you know so just because you got a business don't mean that you're doing good but we're talking about him having a business that is actually like functioning and has been for a long mm. time this isn't like his first day of business yeah. right people with businesses that have been business for a long time still might not be doing any st- still might not be doing good they're just barely staying alive mm-hmm. maybe but also even if they are barely staying alive they might be doing a lot better than a motherfucker going to a nine to five that hates his life and hates his job because of it yeah maybe you don't sometimes know they hate their life and you know what i'm saying say like must be no nice. but, I'm yeah, telling, but you don't know that, that though sometimes the motherfucker, do, the motherfucker who you, got that business that's barely staying Alive, they might hate that shit sometimes, but sometimes you hear but the too people, much pride, they won't give up, yeah, they, but, they won't quit. But sometimes you hear the people saying that to somebody. I think a lot of people don't think about that. I don't, I think a lot of people don't think that they don't realize how much of that is a possibility. You could maybe make yourself your own little business and just get by and 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 pay all your bills that you have and have a little bit of fun with your family and shit and be cool, as opposed to always trying to work at a job that you make this X amount more. But you fucking hate being there every day and you have no choice but to be there every day. And you have a boss that can tell you what to do and you can get in trouble and this and that. And you, you know what I mean, you, you can't be late and all this, all, all these other factors that stress you the fuck out. You might be able to develop your own shit, just pay your bills and be happy as fuck. And then the people are in the, get in those situations and then they're like, oh, it must be nice. You don't fucking work for nobody. Must be nice. You don't got to answer to nobody. It's like you could do this, too. That's what I think this all well, boils down to. That's also not true. Everybody can't have their own business. They could. Not everybody. Listen, listen. They nah. could. There are some people who need that clock to have to punch into. Mm-hmm. Not everybody can have their own I business. I can agree with that. True. But what I'm saying is like, um, in, I guess that's a stretch when I say like everybody could somewhat be molded into it or choose to mold themselves Yeah, everybody into that can't lane. be an entrepreneur. Yeah, that yeah. shit ain't in everybody. It's not in everybody. But at the same time. It takes a lot of work. It takes a lot of work. And a lot of people sometimes, I think, like he said, will either discredit the work or they just... They just think everything, everything is easy that isn't something they've went through. You know what I mean? Or they're like, or they think that they can't. So it must be nice that you were able to because I couldn't because of blank, 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 blank. They don't know that there was for every five things you can name of why you couldn't start your own business or do your own thing or live in this neighborhood or have this long of a relationship or do this. There's all those same amount of factors in that person's life of that could have held them back too. That they chose not yeah. to let. You know, I'll hold take. Them back. I'll take a little bit of personal responsibility with with must be nice because I will. Um, I I do think about it in a jealous way. Like when I see people that like can do day trading or make money through like Bitcoin or something, I feel like shit must be nice <laughs> because I don't have that brain capacity to do what it is that they are doing on that level and making an income and and make it look as easy as they do. So you might be surprised. That's what I was going to say. So that's what I oh, think. I, I know. That's what I'm saying. But you might be. No, not, I'm saying I'm taking personal responsibility for knowing that it comes from me mm-hmm. having that jealous outlook also. Like mm-hmm. I have that um, in me to look at somebody and and know mm-hmm. like, damn, 
I wish I could do what they were doing. Even if the even if it really is easy or if it's hard, I have no fucking clue because right. I've tried to do it a little bit and I can't. Right. Like I've tried to like pay attention to stock to stocks and do all these different things, and I'm just like I for some reason that shit's intimidating. For some reason, my brain cannot grasp it at all. Like I've I've tried, mm-hmm. and because I wanted to do it, and I'm like, oh yeah, this, this will be great. I can you know maybe I could do this on the side. No, I I literally can't. I mean, maybe I just don't have enough time to invest in it to maybe like it, really. It focus also on might it, be because you're not. It be- is. You're also not. You're also not really that into it. Mm-hmm. I, that's what I'm saying. Like, I wish I could be. If you I were, wish my actually, brain could focus on it to be into it. But if you were into it, like yeah. if you had a gen, if you had a genuine interest, yeah, in for it, sure, you could you could get into it. Yeah, I, and I, I and so, that's kind of my point to everything. Be yeah. like, I think. But there's my jealousy. No, but I'm talking about him personally. Yeah, yeah. I don't believe everybody can do that. Just like I don't believe everybody can be an entrepreneur. Everybody can't have a business or even a successful business, but I believe him to be able to have the capacity to do it. But the crazy part, the way my mind works is like, first off, I think for like someone like him, I think he could do almost anything because he has done what he's done now. And if you applied it in a different direction, you could very well make a number of different things work for the other part that you're talking about where not everybody can. That's where it gets a little bit slippery for me because and it might be me being naive and uh, this thought process as well, too. But I also think. Someone may not be able to start something and then run it on their own like he has. But someone may be able to be the person that starts something but then has someone run it for them. Mm -hmm. Let me ask you a question. Yeah. Do you think everybody, do you think anybody could be a successful salesman? No, not salesman. That's my point. Just like anybody can have a successful salesman or run a a business. But I think anyone could hire someone. How do you or have, partner? But you have to listen, be some no, type no, of, you have listen. to hit some level to do that. No, no, no. Or partner with someone that was very in a salesman lane that could do that avenue of that business for them and they could make it work. Yeah, but this person has to have that drive. Yeah. Absolutely. They have to have that intellect. But that, they have to have that work ethic. They might not have that. Must right. be nice people usually don't. Exactly. That's what I'm saying. Like everybody can't do that. I know how it sounds. Like, no, I if I got it, you got it. No, the fuck, that's not the case. Everybody, you can't, oh, you can't, everybody can't do what you But do. listen, it might be in a different way. Bro, stop watching Gary Vee. Listen I to know, what I'm I saying. I know where you're getting this from. But listen. <laughs> That's exactly where you're getting all this from. Listen to Everybody what, can't do that shit, No, though. everybody can't do it because everybody is not that, like, mindset or whatever. But what I'm saying is, is I also think too many people knock themselves down or don't try or don't go in that lane because. That's also true. Too. Because they think that. Because they think well, I'm not like this, or I'm not good with people and shit. But then you see some of these random people. Look at somebody like fucking Zuckerberg or who else. That motherfucker is the most weird, like socially mm-hmm. dude. Whatever. You can't name that. unicorns, dude. Okay, but not even that. What I was <laughs> gonna say by that is he has his thing is a social network, and he's not Mister Social. It's all about like. There's for a- him, it was more like the algorithm. I will, I will pause and get interject and agree with Brent on that spot where he is a unicorn because he focused yeah, on yeah. the algorithm. And, and maybe bad comparison. What I'm just saying is that I think everybody knocks themselves down so quickly because I did it to myself for years, yeah. thinking that I couldn't get into certain business or I couldn't be this do this type of job, this type of sales, whatever, because of blank, because of blank. I did, I've done that on so many things. I can't even begin to even like take I a step. I still do that. I still do it too. <laughs> but I'm also a little bit more open now that I have yeah. done some stuff that's a little bit more on my own. And, and I see that what it really is, is your mindset is so much of it. Yeah. Because if you decide you can't, or you decide you're not smart enough, or you decide you're not entrepreneurial enough, or whatever the fuck, how you say the word, whatever you decide... <laughs> <laughs> Whatever you decide, 
that's what it's going to be for you. Yeah. Right. Whatever you, whatever you think about yourself, you're right. Especially when you're discrediting yourself. Yeah. You're going to be right for sure. Yeah. yeah, but but okay, you have those people. Then you have people who literally know themselves. They know that they can't do that. They don't have that drive. If they haven't tried it, do they know for sure? You might be right. That's my point. But you also could be wrong. For sure. <laughs> for sure. <laughs> I don't believe every I don't, I don't believe anybody could do that shit. And I just think sometimes people need to take a step and not even trying their own business, but just trying different things. There are people who need those regular nine to fives. Mm-hmm. They need they need direction. They need someone to let them know where to go, when to go to work. This I have, is where you got to be to work. This I can't lie. I, I miss do. it a little bit. Do you miss it a little bit? Maybe what I haven't I been out of it long enough, but I miss it a little bit. I there's a lot of security that comes with mm-hmm. that. There's people who need that shit. I don't know. I think things are going well enough for me to not miss it. All things are going well for me too. What? No, I mean like <laughs> no, I'm saying no. I didn't. You're get defensive. No, no, I wasn't. I'm defensive. good too. I, I didn't mean to say. I didn't mean to say it in that way. I no, meant I to say like I mm-hmm. I enjoyed the job that I had. What what I. What I would miss or what I do miss are the people that I, w- I used to be around, but I don't miss the structure of the job. Like I, my day to day, I control. Um, even if I have an appointment, I still control when I get there. I can still control who I, mm-hmm. when I go, who I talk to. Like I am in control of all facets of everything. What's hard for me now is as I grow and expand and rebrand and do all these different things and how I'm transitioning into trying to get to that multi-million dollar company status, I am having to give up control. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, the funny Ooh, part about a tough one. it is because <laughs> when you're when you're especially for some shit you created, yeah, when you're an entrepreneur and you've created the company and you've done everything to get to the point where, <laughs> OK, it's now it's time to take on some other opinions. Now you're a CEO. CEOs ain't shit for real. Like when you're a CEO, yeah, you have kind of the oversay, but you have to give up. You have to give up levels of control of your business. Yeah, even though you're at the top, Mm -hmm. you're still on the level of other people who are heads of different categories, right? Mm -hmm. And you're not in control of all those categories. You have to trust that person to be whoever is the the, the, in charge of your finances. You got to trust that motherfucker. Whoever's in charge of hiring. You got to trust that motherfucker. Whoever's in charge of your sales, you got to trust them. You're not in charge of anything. You're only in charge of trusting the people who are in charge of things. Right. And that is the hardest lesson and level for me to get to. And Shiggy anxiety, huh? It, it gives me anxiety, yes, for sure. And I was, I was feeling that. Yeah, yeah, I was feeling that last week when I was even just talking about like the transformation of my business and the name and, and moving forward in that way. I've I've come to terms with it because that's just the kind of person I am. I have to get over things, and it may take me a day, maybe take me a week, but it'll take. It, I ha- I will get over it eventually. Mm-hmm. Um, but when you're when you have to face that, <laughs> like that part of the, like I'm in the, I'm in a sweet spot right now. I control everything, mm-hmm. even though it could be stressful. That stress right now is fun for me. The scary is then having someone else control. Now, what I'll, I'll caveat that with saying. I will trust them to get me to where I need to be because they're going to have the same vested interest as me and they're going to want to succeed as much as I want to succeed. And that will be the perk of, of transitioning because I'm in a position right now where I don't have anybody working for me that wants to see me succeed as much as I want to see myself succeed. They just want to see themselves get paid. (laughs) Like they want to see themselves get to their whatever level. But when I become the CEO and I have my people that are near that are next to me who have equity in the company, they're going to want to get to that level because they're getting a salary and they're getting uh, bonuses. So that level will be very exciting. 
And, you know, taking on that is like it's it's it makes me happy and joyful to think about because that's a level that I want to get to. And that's what I'm going for now. Like by this time next year, if I'm not making if my company's not making um, a million a year, then I will have done something wrong. And and I say that with like all ego because I have so much vision of where I want to be and what I want to take over and how I want to get there. And, you know, having trying to find the help to get me to that point, I'm, I want to make that happen. And like that's my entire goal, because I think about like not having uh, the things that when we talk about things that I miss about like working, not having the secure health insurance, not having somebody to fall back on or not being able to just I don't know. I, I was salary, so I didn't like ask for more hours. Excuse me, but you know, not having like a set vacation time. Like I can't just take time off mm-hmm. easily. And that, that's kind of what it came down to more. Damn from, man. A million must be nice. That, that's, I was gonna say that when he said that shit. Yeah. Well, I was going to say there's people counting his pockets when he said that. For too. sure. Let me but, hold something, bro. <laughs> exactly. And I will actually like that. We're, I, <laughs> I actually, but the whole goal of me having a business and, and a company is from being in the neighborhood that I've been in and seeing other people that need opportunities and seeing myself as one that will create opportunities. I don't see myself as somebody that will hold anything just for me. I, I honestly do see myself as an opportunity creator. And that's the level that I want to get to. I want to I want to be at such a high level that I you can put people. on. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And uh, you know what? Caveat. I'll, I'll go back to something and then I'll get off of it. Being a CEO, also, I I will also give up that. I won't be able to really just hire somebody and put somebody on because that will be in... Somebody that's in charge of it. Somebody in charge of I that. I got you. You know what I mean? Like, mm-hmm. that's the other... Like, I would have to then trust somebody to hire my friend. You know what mm-hmm. I mean? Like, or my, or hire my kid. Like, when you no get doubt. to that next level, you start giving up a lot of freedoms. And so, like, I'm in a way more free position than I was when I was an employee, but the level I want to get to puts me right back <laughs> into that point. So like, that's scary for me. Yeah. With me, it was more so kind of the stuff you said at the end, like the things I miss are the things about like schedule. So like when I worked a regular job with a regular schedule, it's like when I was out of work, I was out of work. Oh yeah. Like, when I wasn't there, you know what I'm saying? Yeah. Like nothing to do with work. Like I wasn't going to answer my phone if somebody called. <laughs> right. You know right. I mean? Like I was going, I think because you were salary and, uh, in management position long before you left, you were already dealing with some off, off the hour I, calls but and I, random shit. But I also was able to tell everybody, don't fucking call me <laughs> <laughs> right now. Like if I tell somebody, don't fucking call me, that's money. I don't have. Right. Like, right. That's the other stress right. of that is going every day, what, what needing, you, needing a customer to call me. What do you ever think about this? Do you ever think like that you should have either like a, a, a Google voice line or something that, um, outside of these hours doesn't ring to you? I, I have that. I got you. Okay. Uh, but I'm also a real estate agent. <laughs> yeah, yeah. So I have people that text me and call me, and at, at different times when they have at questions, night for sure. Yeah, like yeah. I, I, but I do set myself up for that a little bit because I'm like, when you have a question, let's talk about. It, let me mm-hmm. know. Or actually, um, I just so Saturday I showed six houses to a client who chose one, put in a contract at three. The agent called me at eight forty five at night. I declined the call, and um, she texted me. She'd already had offers on this house. She texted me and said, "Hey, I want to talk to you about your offer." I'd call her back nine o'clock, and um, my offer was the offer that won. The way I wrote and everything, she she told me that it was great. Blah blah blah. Be all these other offers out, even offers that were higher than mine. 
Um, and it's, sometimes it's just the way that you write Details. the contract mm-hmm. and, and all these things that lot, sometimes agents just don't think about. And you got to find out what, what the person wants. Not, it's not always not always the money. It's all about the terms, too. Anyways, that's different lesson. Uh, <laughs> so she called me. I learned something. It's 9 o'clock at night. <laughs> and uh, she, so she sent me a text message like, hey, I want to talk to you about dog. So I called her back. And she's like, hey, your offer got it once. So I, I got to call my clients and tell them, hey, um, there was a caveat to the terms about a gap appra- uh, coverage or whatever. Gap appraisal gap coverage. And so I want to talk to them about that, see if they agreed with it. And then our deal, we went, we talked all the way up until like 1030 at night. So like if I would have been that person that turned off my phone and said, nope, nobody mm-hmm. fucking call me until next morning. I would have lost, the, that, offer. lost that deal. Yeah. I would have not, it would have, it wouldn't have won. They mm-hmm. would have, cho- they wanted to close that night. The client their uh, the sellers did. If I hadn't answered my phone or called back or paid attention, I would have lost that transaction. And you know, that's a, and for me that, as as work, the work that I put into it and the work that I'm going to be still doing it behind the scenes for for my clients, that's a couple thousand dollars to my family. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? So I have to be available in that way. And you know, with my cleaning company, I don't have to be. I can turn it off and say, "Hey, leave a message or go to the website." But then again, maybe they won't go to the website. And maybe you lose some business. <laughs> oh yeah, that's the weirdest you know thing. I mean? That's why. That's why a minute ago too, when you were saying uh, a, a lot of different things, you said something about anxiety, and Brent did too. And I was like, man, anxiety is a motherfucker. Yeah. Because the weird thing is when I worked a regular job, I used to tell people I don't think anxiety, like anxiety, anxiety for me did not exist. Right. There was no such thing. Exactly. There was no such thing for, for sure. me when I worked a regular job. Anxiety was a joke to me. Anxiety yeah. about what? Right. What are you stressed out about? What, what am I going to have anxiety about? <laughs> yeah. But now dealing with some of the shit you're talking about of like, uh, like one, should I take this call? Did I do yeah. I do this? Did I, did I miss this because of this? Did I lose this money because of this? Then on top of that, I've been telling my wife lately, I'm like, man, you know what I think really gives most people anxiety? I said caffeine adds to that shit a lot. <laughs> <laughs> and I don't even drink caffeine. I started taking, I started drinking shit with caffeine and stuff. When I, especially if I start coming down off it, I'd be like anxious, like, <laughs> oh man, what, what did I not do? And yeah. oh shit, man! Like I just start feeling real antsy and like I'm forgetting stuff or this and that. I'm like, man, I think it's a com- it's a combination. But yeah, to speak to everything you said, that when you're in the busiest moments or in, in the times when you like want you're you're looking for every dollar that yeah. comes in, you want to make sure you're not <laughs> right. losing it and you're not dropping any on the ground. Basically, I've, I've lost people because I changed my hours for the winter for the carpet cleaning company, and uh, like I'll. I won't be able to do I like I won't do certain days and other times I'll have like I'll plan those days for doing like real estate or something else. Um, I literally work every single day of the week. A lot of uh, on the weekends I do a lot of real estate and then during the week I do some real estate but mostly carpet. So and then I have like mentoring sessions that I got to go to classes and stuff that I attend and you know learning situations that I got that I got to focus on. But and then I got calls I got to make on the days where I'm where I'm, I'm least busy. So on um, so I'm working every single day and when I have days where I don't have like quote unquote work to do. Oh, that's the most anxious days because yeah. I'm like, or if I, my phone's not ringing to get me work for the next week, like my calendar. Because then week, you start thinking about all the shit you haven't yeah, done or could be could doing. Could be doing. Or yeah, maybe yeah, I didn't yeah. advertise enough or maybe I didn't <laughs> yeah. do this. Like I had yeah. this week. That shit's wild. Man. Yeah. I had no appointments until like the day before like the week started. Then all these appointments come through. So like in my mind, even though it stresses me out, I have like this internal belief that's like, it's all going to work out. But that's everything, every, everything we, I think I'm lucky. Everything we just talked about though yeah. is why the, it must be nice shit is such bullshit because yeah. so when he's talking about all this shit, I'm talking about whatever and, and the things he's mentioned, it's like, 
the all the hours that he's working and times that he's putting shit in, answering calls late and this and that. I see the same shit with Tony. I've done the shit with my business as well too. I was gonna say I even had a decent amount of people hit me up on like holidays or times oh, that they knew I was God. on vacation and shit. And I'm like, sometimes they would just ask you some bullshit, and it was yeah. like, damn, it's almost like these people just want to hit you up to see like if they can fuck with you on a I holiday. Three people like, called me on Thanksgiving. Yeah. <laughs> I was like, what? what do you want? Last yeah. year I had somebody call me on Christmas Day. Yeah. Like, what are you doing? It's weird, man. It's weird. But but the stuff that you're talking about, these late night calls, I've seen Tony a million times in the middle of the night wake up and like place orders and do random stuff mm-hmm. on her phone and then be up super early doing it. Or and then other like Christmas season has been insane. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? And that's like, awesome. This but insane yeah. is so good for a business. That's what I'm saying. And then on top of that though, I think all those things, like there's a lot of people that probably just heard you explain all the shit that goes into what you do mm-hmm. and then the fact that you're stressed out and have anxiety on a day that you have nothing to do, that for sure scares people. Yeah. That for sure turns up that that's why I think these conversations are important because I think that can turn somebody that from a it must be nice motherfucker to damn, like I don't want to be stressed on my day off. Yeah. I don't want to be stressed. I don't want to be anxious and fucking worrying when I go got get, nothing go, to let do. Let me go get this nine to five real quick. <laughs> like, yeah, let me let me stay at this job. Right. One <laughs> one last thing. Every time I take a nap, my phone rings. Every every time <laughs> totally like I have I have a, most of the, a lot of the days I've got plenty of time, right? Like I control my time, so I feel like I have a lot of it. Even if I don't, like tomorrow, my entire day is booked, completely booked. I literally have no time in between any appointments. I got just enough time to get up, get my van ready, and appointments all the rest of the day. And I got shit to do in, in the nighttime, so my day is completely booked, and I still feel like I have time. I will fit something in here if mm-hmm. I fucking need to. And uh, a lot of the days where I don't have like actual physical work to go to do and like I have phone calls to make, I may take a nap in the middle of the day. I swear I take naps purposely just to get business because <laughs> you know phone, somebody's gonna call. Somebody's <laughs> gonna fucking call me in the middle of my sleep. I've gotten I've gotten so much work and I've, I've showed people houses just because my phone will ring while I'm asleep. I'm just like I'm so pissed. But fuck it. You know what? That's my magic power right there. <laughs> Come on with it. <laughs> That's my magic You're power. like Michael Jackson trying to go to sleep to get them hits. Yeah. <laughs> Damn. Why you got to bring up MJ like that? No, we had already talked Mike, so I had to. You know? <laughs> but Man. I think we about closed that conversation out, and uh, yeah. I really like where that went. Um, on, but anything else to say, or are we wrapping it up? Good, Brent. Yeah, man. This was fun. <laughs> Brent hits a wall and you can see it in his face. Mm-hmm. <laughs> nah, I mean y'all, y'all was on y'all business shit. I mean I can't really relate to them. Yeah, but you I used to be that about employers. Yeah, so I used to be listening. that doing conversations. It's hard. But I don't. T- I don't get anxiety. We're. I mean, we're talking about employers too, though. Like, do you have? Have you had the anxiety of wanting to quit your employer and wanting to start a business? No. No. I don't want. I don't want a business. You don't want the headache. Why? Yeah, because it's more. Uh, to me, that's more work. It, I mean, it is. It's a ton. Of, it's a ton of more work. I don't. And on top, there's the reason why I don't have a business because there's nothing that I'm really passionate about. Mm-hmm. Like I'm, I don't want to do something just to have a business. Mm-hmm. You know, so I want to yeah. do something that I really care about. You know what's crazy is I'm not like passionate about cleaning. I'm I know. good at it. Everybody I know that has a business ain't passionate about the business. Yeah, I'm passionate about what I can get from the business. Like I want to yeah. help people. But Tony, I, I, I just don't want to do that. Tony's not super big on shoes. Yeah, I'm not super big in the roofing shit. Yeah. But the one thing I will say be that it opened my mind up too because I used to have the exact same mentality you did, especially. When when I first went into any kind of like management and I was like, damn, I hate dealing with fucking people. And like, like you said, have, having to trust in other people that mm-hmm. they're going to do the work underneath you and all this and that, whatever. But the one thing I, I will say about me kind of like branching out and doing some of this now is what is now though doing is showing me that 
when I do find that thing, I'll have all the tools oh, yeah. to make that shit work. Then. Mm-hmm. And and the reason why another thing to kind of that I'm really glad we came back to this before we close out is when you were saying before, like it isn't for everybody. The the thing that I'm also saying is more so where I do think there is some kind of opportunity for everybody is because now with the Internet and with how you can like somebody can sell like drawings that they make paintings, whatever this not. And then you Face have math. face map, whatever, anything. And then you have these uh, these websites and stuff similar like the site that Tony sells through that will do so much of it for you. You can do something that you just do out of fun mm-hmm. and they will make it a business for you as long as you do it enough to supply your customers or whatever. It's it's super weird how you almost don't have to be that dude that you're talking about anymore. And that's why I was kind of arguing that point. Not so much to say like, hmm. no, anybody can turn into this business person. And that's not what I'm saying at all. I'm saying a motherfucker that's at home doodling every day and throwing them away or giving them to their family or whatever. Now there's people that are that have seen like, holy shit, people are paying for that. And now they're drawing Nipsey Hussle and whoever and people are putting them up in their podcast studios and this and that and people are paying money for that and then there's people that are you know I mean doing tattoos for people there are people that are uh, making weird paintings for people there are people that are making shit out of clay and this I mean everything you can think of that a lot of that shit used to be so like hobbyish mm-hmm. is now everything's became so tech that people want like handmade shit yeah. people only want get- this like Shit that they can't just have a computer make for them. And only I don't a know, business. man. I'm, I might maybe one day get into a business, but like when I get rich and I can fund it myself. Yeah, but <laughs> I don't want to go to a bank. No, no, no. I, didn't, I didn't go to a bank. Yeah, Tony I, didn't either, man. I did yeah. everything. That's another part that that kind of that the the these bigger sites have kind of eliminated. Also, mm-hmm. is like they will do so much of the like uh, the tax part for you. The advertising, if you really want it, a lot of different things that you don't have to get all that extra money that you used to have to get. Mm-hmm. Man, I got to get this much to do advertising. I got to get this much to pay a tax guy. I got to get this much to uh, keep track of this and run these spreadsheets. And this, a lot of that shit is done for you now. Maybe I'll sell Q-tips. I did a... Uh, and I'll put like Supreme on them. <laughs> Somebody, somebody's, <laughs> making, somebody's making bread on that shit. <laughs> I, I, just, I, I feel like what I was going to say is Owning a business allows you to find your passion. So mm-hmm. you may not be passionate about a business, but you yeah. may find your passion uh, yeah, I've through heard, I've having heard. that freedom. To the the, the thing that, that pushed me in a lot of ways, man, is I got so scared that if I never started trying shit, I would I would definitely never find my thing. Yeah. Well, I just got into something recently. You know what I mean? <laughs> so once I get rich, you know, then maybe I'll, we'll, we'll, maybe I'll jump into something. You know what? Before we end that out, I want to talk about that for a second. I want to. I just wanted to hit on that. I know we're getting over time, but when you talk about getting rich. Is that the most important thing to you in in having the business, or is it a lifestyle, or what? What do you What are you saying when you when you when you want that? Like, well, I want to um, get to the point to where I don't need to wake up every morning and go to work. Like, well, I, wanna, like I don't need a nine to five. So, getting when I say getting rich is not because yes, I want money, but um, I also want freedom to not have to go to work. <laughs> and I want to be able to show my daughter this. So when she gets older, she doesn't need it. She won't need a job. You know, I mean, she can she can jump into what I'm doing because I'm also teaching her how to do it. So I'm showing her another path. So she don't need to uh, get a job or need to go to college because I'm not paying for her to go to college. Like I don't really believe in college. You know what I'm saying? And, but if I get to this point and she wants to go to college, then I can pay for it. So either way, it's up to her. But I'm giving I'm giving her another option other than a nine to five, needing a nine to five. 
So it's not just for me, you know what I mean? Take care of my daughter, you know what I'm saying, my family. And get into whatever avenues, whatever doors I, ch- I choose to walk through when I get to that point. Whatever happens from there, we'll just see. If you could, if there was a business that you w- could do, what would it be? Mine don't even know what it is. Fuck, I, I, I don't know. Yeah, yeah, I don't even know either. <laughs> like, I would love to do something with shit I really get down with, like whether it be fitness or basketball or something like that. But at the same time, I don't know. I don't, because then I think, man, like if you if you put it in that lane, would you then start to dislike it because you have to do it? And I don't ever want to do that to some of the shit that is my passion. I, I so like, you know what I'm saying? Does that make sense? Yeah. To mm-hmm. Teachers aren't notoriously rich at all. But if I could be like rich off of doing something, it would be like being like a youth leader, like a teacher. See, now that I can get down with that, that I can get down with to a degree. But at the same time, it might turn into something where eventually the really kids wanna, drive you crazy. I don't, also don't want to pay people to pay me for giving them advice. <laughs> <laughs> you know, it's funny. I've, I've like, had so many people tell me. me. That I should give, uh, we, you and I talked about this on your podcast. Mm-hmm. Well, I, I, people have told me like I should uh, do like training courses and all these kind of kinds of things, like helping people out, like coaching people and stuff. Mm-hmm. And I don't feel experienced enough or any kind of level enough to help people that way. Like I'm far from savvy or business knowledgeable in that way. But I've had many people take the things that I've say like as motivation. And they think that I could be like a good motivational speaker. I don't, I don't even feel that. Like I'm not even close to that. There's no, there's nothing about me in that way. I have helped a lot of people like individually, but like to to think that I could be that on like a larger level, crazy to me. Like but there's the no thing, way. The thing about why it is nowadays is because nowadays it's you don't even got to be Mr. Motivational Ra Ra. Sometimes yeah. it's just getting on there and telling your story and yeah. telling how you did things that then people that feel like they can relate to you in any kind of way, mm-hmm. whether they grew up in a similar neighborhood, whether they're black, whether they're male, whether they're whatever that they choose to, to relate. They like fucking sitcoms like you do or mm-hmm. whatever. You know what I mean? They choose this reason to latch onto you and then they see like, damn, damn, he's like me. Damn, yeah. I could do that too. And that's like how... You could appeal to like a lot of housewives. <laughs> I knew that was... Oh, you cool. can- you could motivate a lot of housewives. I probably could. <laughs> I probably could. <laughs> they all can relate to you. <laughs> I probably can. I've 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 definitely related a lot to a lot of women. <laughs> I've motivated a lot of housewives. women in my past. <laughs> housewives, it may be. Some of them some of them, yeah, they have been housewives. But not really housewives because they are all working. We all met through. But even a minute working, ago when you but. said like I'm so far from blank, you're so much closer. Than a lot of people. Than so many people. <laughs> it goes back to but, what I think Brent said about how like the the a super a, a broke person, a homeless person is so much further or whatever, closer to mm-hmm. being knowing the situation, no money, and somebody yeah. rich with money. You're just so in a different lane that you don't realize there's so many people that haven't done a fraction of what you've done, of what you've done, so that then on in their eyes, you're you're real high up, but also you're very reachable. Mm-hmm to them as well too i think when people see people that are already at the level that you would have to be at to right. consider yourself yes. there <laughs> then people consider that person un yeah. unrelatable i definitely feel Do, like does that make sense yeah because i'm not where i want to be at mm-hmm. and if i was where i want to be at then, then people would be like fuck <laughs> yeah. i can't be like brandon like yeah. what the fuck look at him now like but right now they can be like oh like he's on his fucking way i yeah. could be on my way i'm because i'm i'm definitely a happy person with what i have I do not have a lot, and I you know, like I, I feel like my businesses like barely get by, right? Like, and that's that's just a personal thing because I'm they're not at the level that I want them to be at, um, especially since I had slowed down my cleaning company. Like, I, I basically when coronavirus hit, um, the employees that I had, I had to 
they were so scared to go out at the beginning that I couldn't even run the business. Mm. So I couldn't do all the cleaning myself and be a real estate agent and do my carpet cleaning company. So the easiest thing to give was the one that I had employees for. So when I put that on hold, I mean, that was, it actually gave me a little bit of freedom mentally, really. <laughs> like it, it, for me, like that was a job. Freedom Even, some space up there. Yeah, well, I was running it, but I also was trying to do some of the things. So it was like a job. It was like quitting a job. And even though I still do a lot of the cleanings myself because I still have clients that still love me and want me and uh, they trust me to go there, do it right the first time. I still do some of those because it keeps money into the company. And But I've made so much more money through my carpet cleaning because of COVID that it balanced out. So mm -hmm. like it now and that is a one man shop. I don't have anybody running the van except me. So then I have all these customers that love me that I've, I get to help build my real estate business with. And so like that kind of worked hand in hand, but now revamping the cleaning business and gearing up for 2021 and then planning on being a million dollar company for 2022, you know, planning that far ahead and, and getting it into the tens of millions for 2023, like all of these things like are planning now, you know, those are what I'm focused on. And I can't even, I can't even see myself as somebody that I can talk to somebody else about motivating them because I'm focused on that. Because I, 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 even though I hear myself trying to get there, I can't explain to somebody else how I'm getting there. Does that make sense? No, I, I get that. But I think sometimes that you don't even have to explain. I think sometimes just saying what you've done mm -hmm. is so motivational to people. So like, especially like you said, if you were to speak to youth, that's what I always think yeah. about. Oh, I love, because I love like, kids. I, I, when we brought it up on my podcast, uh, plug the Aaron wants to know <laughs> podcast. <laughs> When we when we brought it up on my podcast that me and you had done, that's what we spoke about. Is I told you that like Josh, uh, my first guest that came on, that you know his family yeah. and stuff as well too, is that's how he started speaking. He started speaking, speaking to youth and kids and yeah. telling them like what they're capable of. And that was that's always been something that has been in the back of my mind. If I ever got to anywhere that was any type of successful that in anyone's eyes, that I would love to tell kids from that area. Like, hey, this can be you too, mm -hmm. or you can, you have an opportunity at this too, or my, you don't have to do this. Yeah, my first two jobs was a youth leader, and always stuck with me. Like, it's always been something that I would, I wanted to get back into, and I was, I'm, I'm a product of a youth center. Yeah. You know, like, but even even if you talked to some random kids and told them, like, you know I mean, the, the businesses that you yeah. have, the the ambitions that you have, but also goofy shit. I've been on a podcast. I, I'm I'm part of starting up a podcast. Yeah. I've, I've this. I've that. I've I've done business in this kind of way. I've done this much money in one business in one year. There's a million different things that you could say that aren't huge on your end. <laughs> as shit's major to them. Right. They've done nothing. Yeah, you got a lot to offer, bro. Mm. It's it, it's weird to think about though when you don't feel like you're in the if when you don't feel like you're in the space that you want to be in, and then people ask you to speak on it, it's it like it, it's it's tough because I, let me ask you a question I have to balance that. Think about an emo uh, an emotional. Think about a motivational speaker. Just think one in your head. Mm -hmm. Do you think they are where they want to be, or do you think they're still getting there? the f The first motivational speaker I thought of was uh, Tony Robbins. <laughs> was that who you thought about? No, it wasn't oh, okay. who I thought about. But it's I had a feeling that's who you were gonna say, and he's like the only one that I would think might be where he wants <laughs> <Yeah>. to be. <laughs> <laughs> and. <laughs> he's been doing it. He's been doing he it for, long, for like thirty long. years. He's been doing yeah. it for so long. But he's he's he had that motherfucker walking on coals in nineteen eighty three. Yeah. But there's a lot of motivational speakers who inspire a ton of people because who may they're not be on exactly that climb. Sure they want to be. Yeah, but while they're, they're getting that to that spot. 
they're bringing people with them. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I take a lot of motivational too from people that like are contemporaries and I see like their hustle. I mm-hmm. see their work, their drive. Like uh, Tony, for example. Like Tony motivates me. I love she coming over here and talking to her. Everything yeah. I've done, man. She inspired my fucking first podcast that was all talking to yeah. people who started businesses and shit. A lot of shit we talk about on here and even starting this and saying like, go, go, go. I told you, that's how she's been since I've known her. It's yeah. like, an idea comes up, go, we're going to try it. Like yeah. she just, and, and that shit translates to so much and leads to good things. Cause then you yeah. do kind of stumble into shit because you just try it. I love it. Before, that look. Yeah. I love before yeah. I was a person that I just never tried. And then you don't never fucking know what works for you. I love being around people who are, are, who are about business or who are about growing. And instead of people who are, well, that must be nice. <laughs> <laughs> No doubt. Yeah. I think on that, play the music. Yep.